Amen. Amen. So we're about two minutes before the show starts. But today is Monday Praise, and I just wanted to um, come on a little bit early just to see how y'all doing. Somebody say something. And um, just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord God, thou art worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, thou art worthy. All praise, honor, and glory be unto your name. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate you, God. I really do. I really do. I know sometimes we don't always act like we appreciate you. But the love is there. The appreciation is there. Amen. Glory to God. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead, this thing. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. All praise, honor, and glory be unto your name. Woohoo! Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, y'all. With that being said, it is 9 a.m. in the morning. And I just want to say, Good morning. Let us thank God radio. Amen. Good morning, all you LUTG radio listeners. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Am I not talking loud enough? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All praise and honor and glory be unto your name. Good morning. Good morning. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Okay, so this is going to be a super duper 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 interesting day. Because uh, one, uh, let me see here. I done misplaced something, but that's all right. All right, so we just want to open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. And we just want to say thank you, Lord God, for your peace and for your strength. Thank you, Lord God, for your love and for your hope. Thank you, Lord God, for you are our glorious God. You are magnificent and true. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
All glory and honor be unto your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for your peace. Thank you, Lord God, for your strength. Thank you, Lord God, for you are our joy. You are our loving kindness. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Oh, glory and honor be unto your name, Lord God. We just thank you for your peace and for your strength. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All praise and honor and glory be unto your name. Lord God, I just want you to... Father God, we pray specifically for the teachers uh, in the United States and throughout the world. A lot of them are not just feeling underpaid and undervalued, but they are. And Lord God, um, often these PhDs, these college educated people that are storehouses of information are made to be babysitters. Um, part of that is... Um, the parents are not making enough. So some of them may have two and three jobs and maybe they don't have time to discipline their kids or maybe they don't have enough food for the house or maybe they got enough, but just things, there's something, things that are going on in the house that they thought everything was okay, but things are not. Because when the kids get to school, they start clowning and they, they're not ready and prepared to learn. We just thank you, Lord God, that you were going to each and every house of every student that is in school from the youngest to the oldest, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God, that you'll begin to have a conversation with these students and begin to just help them, Lord God, to be a blessing to their teachers. I just thank you, Lord God, for helping the students to learn, to be excellent learners and to be able to apply the things that they're learning to their daily lives. We thank you, Lord God, that they will also learn how to pray. We thank you, Lord God, for teaching them how to pray. That they'll, 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 that that'll be another tool that they can use. We thank you, Lord God, for blessing the administrators in charge of providing and assigning uh, promotions and income. We pray, O oh Lord God, that the base income for teachers will be $75,000 across the board minimum. If there's some areas where it's more, great. But the areas where the minimum is $24,000, $30,000, dollars that ain't enough. Because these, these teachers are using that money to buy supplies for the school, for their classroom. I pray, Lord God, instead of having the tax dollars used for fishing and gaming set aside, which... That department really doesn't anyway. And that fishing and gaming money doesn't actually get to fishing and gaming or some other title that 
the government is using for those tax dollars, that they'll begin to put the tax dollars where they're really supposed to go. And that the student, that the teachers and the principals and the board will actually use the monies towards helping the school be better. And don't take that as an opportunity to line their pockets or to take a bonus. But I pray, Lord God, as the, as the teachers do better and as the students do better, then the principals will get their bonus on the increase. I pray, Lord God, that the communities around the schools will begin to bless the school. They're already paying tax dollars, but they will begin to bless the schools. Like they do for private schools, the parents of the teachers and the, te- and the students bless the school. I pray, Lord God, that the public schools, that the parents of the students in the public schools will begin to bless the schools. Bless the students, bless the teachers, not to control them, but to give every student an opportunity and every teacher an opportunity to stay and to have a career and to train up these students so that they can compete in this world. The students in the United States need to be able to compete in this world. I thank you, Lord God, for making it possible for these people to go to school and to learn how to be teachers. But I thank you, Lord God, that they will remain in their profession. If they want to do something extra because that's another joy of theirs, then great. But don't let them leave out of frustration. Dry their tears Their sorrow tears because they're crying in hallways because the classrooms are miserable. The students having difficulty learning because they're so distracted because things are so bad. I thank you, Lord God, for your peace entering into every room, every, every student, every house. Every, I don't care if they're living in a shanty. If they're living in a shanty, meet them where they're at and get them into a home, Lord God, that the students will feel safe that they can go to school and learn. I rebuke that spirit of bullying in the name of Jesus, that these students may feel comfortable and okay with coming to school. I thank you, Lord God, for meeting each and every person that has been a bully. And I thank you, Lord God, for having an encounter with them and having an encounter with those that are being bullied, that that will not occur anymore. I thank you for your peace in the United States and around this world. These students, that these teachers may stay in their profession and be paid well and that the students will respect the teachers that they'll be able to have a conversation about their studies and not a drag out fight. Teachers are not referees. They're educators. And I thank you, Lord God, for meeting the students, the principals, the teachers, and all those in authority over the school system, meeting them where they're at and helping them to come to the solution that will help these teachers and help the students. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I just thank you. Amen. Um, okay. I forgot my water. 
and I am terribly thirsty. So give me a second. You might hear some music. Come on, like ba 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 ba. <laughs> it ain't gonna say ba 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 ba, but um, you might hear some music pop off, wouldn't I? Um, and so anyway, uh, and so what I'm gonna do? I apologize. I'm just. I apologize. I am super thirsty. You know how it's kind of hard to focus when you're super thirsty? But there it is. Let me see here. And so, um, we're going to put on the whole aura of God. Amen, amen. Glory to God. I was trying not to have this thing as a dead air. But, um, hold on a second. I'm praise the Lord. It's gonna work out. Amen. See here. I will. Alright. So I'll be right back to God be all the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving me. Lord God, Thou art worthy of all the praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, I thank you. God, I thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, I thank you. All right, so here we go. We're back. <clears throat> I'm back. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Oh, look at that. That's very useful. All right. So we're going to put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise be unto your name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, this I do apologize for this tech issue on the um, internet dash radio side. Oh shoot! The um, I think I might miss something up here. The audio is really 
low. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. All right. I don't know. Okay. All right. So we're just going to go ahead and put on the whole armor of God. I got a couple issues that are rolling through here. And we're just going to deal with them as, as I am able. And hopefully things will work out. Amen, 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 amen. Bam. All right. So we're in the book of Luke uh, 24, 45. We do this every morning. Luke 24:45 and we're putting on the whole armor of God. Praise the Lord. Oh. We're putting on the whole armor of God. As soon as I figure out, I apologize. I apologize y'all. It... <laughs> oh. The blood of Jesus. Ah. All right, there we go. It says, Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And we're moving over to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17, 18, and 19, and 24. And it says, uh, Finally, my brethren. Okay, I did something. Okay, I'm about to check that. <coughs> Pardon me. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on. Put on the whole armor of God in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers. Pardon me. Hold on a sec. Uh, uh oh. Hold on one second. I apologize. Hold on a second. <laughs> uh, keep learning something new here. Uh, shaky, shaky. All right. Um, we just going to stand, y'all, because I'm going through my own stuff right now. <laughs> I'm like, good God almighty. Hold on a second. We, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, 
against powers, against against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of a gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel glory to God 24 grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Don't stop praying for uh, people just because somebody tell you. Just because somebody say, well, I don't think that's the right person that you should be around. People going to say all kinds of crazy trash. Well, I don't think you should be praying for him. Who is anybody to tell somebody not to pray for somebody? You doing it in private. You doing it in secret. They don't know unless they listening in and tell them to stop listening in. Don't nobody know what you're praying. You ain't told them. You ain't told nobody. So keep on praying for them. Um, <coughs> the Lord bless. I'm on Numbers 6, 24 through 27. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee. And be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen. Verse 27. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. We got to remember that God's name uh, is peace. When Jesus comes into the room, when you say his name, it's like Jesus coming into the room. And everything that it, that is uh, is chaotic, got to just stand still. It's like calling to attention when a general comes into the room. 
You better not move. <laughs> Until he say at ease, or she say at ease, you are at attention, which means your focus is on the general. Um, so if you are experiencing, um, y'all know, I believe that, um, people that have mental issues, those are demonic spirits because sickness is everything. Every, every sickness is associated with a demon because that's what the words say. And that's what it is. And when you, when you start focusing and examining that stuff, you find out that it's true. And so people that have mental, uh, diseases or whatever. They're dealing with demonic spirits, but they don't really know how to tell you it's a demonic spirit. They just react into the symptoms and you may hear them talking. Um, and you like, OK, well, ain't nobody sitting around. Oh, there's demon spirits around talking trash. And they may you may even see them cussing or hear them cussing. They ain't cussing you. They cussing the de- demonic spirits. But I would suggest this. Don't curse. Just use the word of God. The Lord rebuke thee. Or you can just say the scriptures, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses uh, 4 through 6. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and having in readiness to revenge disobedience with your obedience. And that's talking about Jesus. And so whatever Jesus do, you just insert yourself right there. Jesus overcame it, then that's you overcoming it. You feel me? All right. Um, y'all like, Kathy, are you hearing voices? <laughs> y'all so funny. Um, let's see here. Uh, Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Shall abide under the shadow. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. One second. I will say of the Lord, He is my He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. From the snare of the fowler. And from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with he shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that fly, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high. Thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For this shall any plague. Uh, I apologize, I lost my place. 
There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young and adder, the young lion and dragon. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. Hold on a second. I, hold on a second. I just. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him and set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. All right, the next one is Isaiah 54. Oh, glory to God. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. It says, And all thy children shall be taught, and all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children, and righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created this, the smith that blew the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper in every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment. Thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Woohoo! That's the whole armor of God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Woohoo! Amen. Um, I want to tell y'all this, and you're this is something you already know. Oh, let me sit up straight for a second. You do hear voices. Every man, woman, and child hears voices. Why? The word of God says, He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. 
<laughs> you hear voices. You hear voices of the person calling you from the other room. Your mom, your dad. You hear those voices. You're supposed to hear them. Maybe they're in the next room. Well, they're sitting next to you. You're supposed to hear them. You're supposed to. But you also hear the voice of the living God. Whose breath you breathing. Without his breath, you would not be a living soul. Remember in Genesis, God said, let us make man in our image. In the image of us, we make man, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. It says, and God breathed into the nostrils of man and man became a living soul. And he defined a soul or a man as a bo- as a male and a female, not as in in one body, but made from one body, but two separate souls that would they were as one at one time, but then God pulled that other one out, pulled that female out. So congratulations, men. That's the one and only time that you have given birth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you do hear, you do hear people speaking. Remember Jesus said, uh, be careful about listening in on folks. You may find them talking about you. He wasn't just talking about putting a glass to a, to a, uh, (laughs) to a wall and listen to people next door talk. Although you should not do that. That is so nosy. Um, but people have the ability to listen in through the spirit. Remember, remember when uh, Jesus was searching for his disciples, choosing his disciples. And he told Nathan, yo, Nathan, I saw you under the fig tree. You was reading a book. You was doing blah, 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 blah. You know, in modern day, it was like, dude, you had you a fruit drink. You had your book and everything. You was chilling. You had your sandwich. You was ready. You was just, man, you was enjoying yourself. But he told me, oh, I saw you under the fig tree. Now, how did Jesus do that? He looked and he saw. He moved through the spirit. He saw through the eyes of God. So not only did he see it, did he see Nathan? But I guarantee you, God pressed upon Nathan's heart and told him, the Messiah is coming. Because why else would Nathan be practicing? He would be studying. Nathan was studying to show himself approved. That boy was carrying that book around and not just carrying it for looks, but he was reading it. And Jesus said, keep my words. This is the book of John. Keep my word. Keep my word. And my father will make his home in you and I will make my home in you and you and us. You hear the voice of the Lord talking. You do. You hear God talking. You hear the Father talking. You hear Jesus talking. You hear the Holy Spirit talking. That's who you're supposed to hear. Now, you also hear yourself. You quietly think to yourself. You can hear your own voice. You quietly think to yourself. You can hear your own voice. You're supposed to. 
Now you also, when there, whenever there is goodness around you, the enemy don't want you having that much joy. So he going to come around and try and, and mimic the goodness that is around you to see if you will fall like Adam and Eve. Remember, Adam and Eve had the whole garden to themselves, except for the tithe. I call it the tithe in the tree of good and evil. I just call it a tithe because it was they had everything except for that. Everything was theirs except for that. And here the enemy coming, Thompson. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Did God say you going to die? What did he say about that tree? The enemy is talking. And so you're not crazy if you're hearing voices. It's how you respond to what's going on, what your environment is. Because you have a natural environment and you have a spiritual environment. Why you have that? Because that's what you are. Natural, you are flesh. Flesh and bone. Natural. You get in your car, you drive, you walk to the store, you go to work, you go buy groceries, you eat, you feed your family, you talk to your family, you buy your mother's a Mother Day gift for Mother's Day, you buy your father a Father's Day gift, you go hang out, you hang out with your friends, you find a mate, you make a baby, all natural, but you are a speaking spirit, all that's natural, but you are a speaking spirit, the natural cannot occur Without the spirit of God on the inside of you. The natural could not occur. Without the spirit of the living God on the inside of you. So this world could not exist. If the spirit world did not exist first. <coughs> the Lord Jehovah is a spirit. A speaking spirit. Jesus. <coughs> pardon me. Jesus is the face of the Father. Amen. And the Holy Ghost is the comforter that the Father sent to man so that man would have a guide, a spiritual guide that's connected to the Father and the Son that will only obey the Lord Almighty. Pardon me. <coughs> oh, that's my morning sneeze. Pardon me, y'all. And so the Lord, and so you are a speaking spirit. You're not crazy. Which is why you should never give your mind over to anything that is evil. Jesus ain't going to ask you for your mind. Jesus going to ask you to stay in control of your mind. That's your free will. Don't do things like sell your soul to anything, to get fame, fortune, or anything, to make sure somebody get healed. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not what that's for. If you want something and it's out of your grasp, what you're really saying is, Lord God, I need a miracle. I need a miracle. I need a miracle. I need a miracle. Then believe God for a miracle. Because I guarantee you, when you were little, you are, you are a better miracle believer when you were little sometimes than when we're grown. Because then we look through the catalog and say, oh, I really want this. I want this, this. I want that bike. I'm believing for that bike. 
And for some of us that worked when we were kids, we would believe that mama would get the bike, but we knew that we had to go and work a little bit, help out. Why? Because mama was paying for the, the, the house, the utilities, the food, insurance, everything that we needed. The furniture, everything. Mama and daddy was paying for everything. And so we was believing God to bless them. Lord God bless them. I really want this bike. And they knew you wanted that bike. And what would mama do? Mama would go and work 16 hours for two weeks straight because she wanted you to have that bike because you wanted that bike. And so she wanted to make sure she got it for you. She would skip lunch. She would skip lunch. Because she couldn't take lunch because we needed to eat when we came home from school. There wasn't enough for her to take lunch. So she would leave the food. She would cook the food and leave it for us to eat. Your mama do that. So she would work 16 hours a day, come home, sleep a little bit. Well, actually, she would come home, fix us breakfast, put us off, send us off to school, go take a few hours nap. Wake up in time for us to get out of school. Make sure we have food to eat. And then she will run off to work and do another 16 hours. So she was cooking, cleaning, working. And I'm like, I don't know how she did all this. I really don't. I don't recommend people working 16 hours a day. She did it because she didn't have no other choice. There was nobody helping her. There was nobody helping her. And so our little, and I wouldn't, I shouldn't have even been outside because I was just, you know, but <laughs> my brother was outside. So I, I went outside. He's like, let's go shovel the snow. Let's go make somebody to shovel the snow. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> let's go shovel the snow. I'm like, cool. He's like, make sure you put your boots on. I'm like, I got my boots. <laughs> I got my boots. And so we would go and make money so we we would buy the and so we would buy stuff so we wouldn't have to ask her to go get it. But we would be writing down and believing for the bike. We would believe that God would give her the money for that bike, for the big stuff. So we would try and take care of the little stuff. Or we would try and earn money so we could get her a Christmas gift. This is so crazy. We would do all sorts of things to make sure we would try and get her something for Christmas because she was always working. Or something for her birthday. Because she was always working. We would be shoveling snow, raking leaves, taking, cashing in bottles. Those little, the Coca-Cola bottles used to be able to cash them in. We would walk around the neighborhood looking for bottles that we could return to the store and get 10 cents per bottle. And we would buy her uh, Mother's Day cards. Or she didn't know we was doing this. We would... We'll be buying all kinds, just trying to do something because we didn't know what else to do. But it was my brother. Let's go do this. Let's go. Let's go shovel the snow. Let's go. <laughs> Have faith. If you, if there's something that you won't believe God for, say, okay, God, this is what I want. I want it in this color. This whatever, whatever it is. 
and believe God that you're going to get it. And keep having faith until you get it. She did get us those bikes. She worked a lot and she enjoyed watching us. She, she kind of fell asleep as we was opening them. <laughs> but she got the bikes and she put, and I guess she must have had one of my brothers to put them together. But she bought me and my sister two pink bikes and I think she got my brother a bike. I think his might have been either blue or orange. <laughs> but we got a bike. Now he wanted a train set. My brother wanted a train set. So he got his train set. And we got our bikes. And I forget what the other ones got. But he really wanted that train set. So much. Oh, my other brother wanted a racing set. <laughs> so we really wanted this. And you think, what is a 12 and a 13-year-old boy doing? Because they wanted, he wanted to be a conductor on a train. He loved trains. And so she got him that train set. And so anyway, we we were believing that it would happen and she made it happen. We didn't doubt her. She says, I'm going to do this. And we said, okay, we, we didn't even know what putting our faith was with her. We didn't know what that was to put our faith with her. But she's like, I'm going to do this. I just need y'all to, to stay, stay focused, stay in school. Don't cause no trouble because I got I to gotta work. Be good. And so up to us, being good was let's let that standing in faith. <laughs> and so we would be good. And, and my job was to not get sick. <laughs> so my job was to not get sick and to be good. Go to class, do your homework. Don't have them teachers calling her job. <laughs> and so that's what we did. And so we, we stood in faith and we believed. And she actually got it. She was exhausted, but she got it for us. And so she kept telling us, you know, if you can believe something, you can get it. We didn't know what she was really talking about, but we just kept saying, okay, okay. And we kept believing and kept believing. And so I'm telling you right now, believe. If there's something you want, you don't have to sell your soul. You don't have to sell your body. You don't have to do none of that crazy stuff. You can believe God for and Figure, go work out a way to get it legitimately so you are never looking over your shoulders. Not ever. So that you are never looking over your shoulders. Amen. I was supposed to read the Beatitudes. But it talks about inheriting the kingdom of God, about the poor in spirit, and those that are um, the faithful, those are, those, those are, it's a at small s, which refers to sin, but it's like a, a is the righteous, the 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 righteous, those that are chosen Jesus, those that are living for God, and it talks about the meek inheriting the earth. That's also the righteous. That's. That's a blessing of God. That's us that are the hands of God. And so it don't meek. It means to be quiet and to, and to be gentle, which God always warns us, be slow to anger and quick to listen. That don't make you a weakling. It, it just means in order to solve a problem, 
you got to actually hear what the problem is in order to give a solution. You can't just give a solution before hearing what the problem is. Somebody can say, oh, I cut my finger and my hand is bleeding. But if you don't let them get that out and you can't visibly see what's going on, then you can't say drink a glass of water and everything will be okay. No, they need to apply pressure to stop the bleeding and get to a doctor. <laughs> pray along the way. My my solution is pray along the way, but, you know, I'm supposed to tell you to go to the doctor. You cut yourself and it's just nonstop bleeding, go to the doctor because you have a clotting problem. But we can pray for that. <laughs> But don't give up on God. Don't stop believing. No matter how difficult things get, things may seem very traumatic. Things may seem like it may seem like things are just not working out for you. No matter how hard you try, it's like, man, I keep trying, I keep trying, I keep trying. It ain't nothing working out. Don't give up. Don't give up hope. Don't give up hope. No matter how bad they look. Don't give up hope. Had I given up hope, had she not kept telling me things like, see, you can see. See, use your eyes, you can see. Breathe. She actually literally had to tell me to breathe. Breathe, you can breathe. Like Kathy, she had to tell you to breathe. Yes. Because my lungs were so filled with mucus, it was difficult. It was difficult. It was like having a building on your chest. And so she was saying, you keep trying to breathe out of your nose, but then your airway in your nose, is too much mucus in there, it's blocked. Open your mouth. And she would tell me, use both of them. Don't just use one. Use both of them. And then she would tell me things like, drink water so it'll flush out the mucus. That way you can breathe. And she was correct. The doctors wanted to give me a bunch of medication. And she told them, she finally told them, your medications ain't working. Your medications ain't working. That stuff is making her worse. And so she went into mom mode. She went into mom mode and she says, hold on. We're going to go old school because you coughing and coughing and hacking and hacking. And sometimes I would cough up blood. So we burst in capillaries. And she says, okay, well, first thing we got to do is stop the coughing. And so she went old school. Old school is get some salt. And some sugar, mix it together and just dip your little tongue in it. You ain't got to get a whole lot, just a little bit. A little dip. And it, it stops the coughing. And sure enough, it did. And of course, she got some Vicks and put it uh, on my chest and on my tongue. You ain't supposed to swallow that stuff. But the mucus was so thick, I needed to open up. It got so bad that my fever went up. Went up Went up to 102. So she did what she knew how to do. She gave me an alcohol bath. The enemy was coming at me left and right and trying to take me out. Because he knew in the future, I would be on the radio saying, do you know Jesus? He knew somehow I was going to be preaching the gospel. Do you know Jesus? You're like, why is that, Kathy? Because everybody is assigned to tell somebody about Jesus. 
every person should have an opportunity for salvation and everyone is assigned to tell somebody how they got saved. And so anyway, my mom, with her blessed self, she decided, okay, these doctors, <laughs> they're not seeing her as an individual. They're just throwing a case. They're just doing cases. She's like, oh, I appreciate them, but they're making her worse. And so she says, oh, hold on. And so she assesses the situation and she decides, okay, we're going we're gonna to do, we're going to go old school. And she went old school and she put that water in there and she's like, I know the water's cold. But your body temperature is too hot. And so I was at the point where I was about, my brain was about to fry. I was three degrees away from frying. And so it, it is weird to be that hot and cold at the same time. It is very strange. But my brain was so hot, it was about to melt. It was just hot. And so um, when she did that and she put me in that alcohol bath, it broke the fever. She put me in that alcohol bath. It's alcohol and water. You have to go to one of your grandmas and find out how much alcohol to put in there. Like, I don't even know. I don't know if she did a whole bottle or whatnot. She probably did. <laughs> but she filled the tub with water and threw that alcohol in there. And she submerged my skinny self in that water. Naked, butt naked, bam, in that water. The only thing she kept above that water was my head. Because you don't want to put alcohol in the, in, in, the, in the eyes. You don't want to put alcohol in people's eyes or ears. But she submerged me all the way, all the way up to my neck. And she's like, I know it's cold. And I was irritated because I wasn't feeling well. And I was trying not to, you know, swing my arms and hit her or nothing. But the water was so cold. And I was just trying. She was just, and she was calming me down. She's trying to calm me. And at the same time, I wasn't really hearing it. It was like an out-of-body experience. I could hear her, but I couldn't really hear her. I could see her. It's like I left my body and I could see what she was doing. And I was trying to focus, but I was so tired and feeling terrible. I was just feeling so bad. And I just really wanted to go. But she kept saying, hold on, hold on, breathe, hold on, you're going to live, hold on. That's what she was saying to me. Hold on, you're going to be okay. Things are getting better. And then she would give me the update. Your fever is breaking. She would literally tell me that your fever is breaking. And I go, okay, I'm healed. Know nothing about being healed other than I feel better. And she would give me updates. Okay, it's better. Okay, it's better. And then get back down to I guess it was supposed to be 98.6. So I just want to say don't give up. Because my mom would not let me give up. And I don't even know if she even knew I was having like an out-of-body experience or something. But she knew I was in trouble. And so anyway, I don't, I don't want you to give up. Don't give up on Jesus no matter what you are going through. Let God help you. Remember, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, repeat this prayer confession after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know is commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting 102.4 FM. Amen in Houghton City, DFW area, Texas. Um, take authority over your life. Rebuke sickness in your life. You folks that got COVID, remember, COVID ain't nothing but a spirit. Rebuke it. Say, I rebuke COVID. I rebuke cancer. Whatever it is that's on you. Whatever it is that's bothering you. I rebuke it and I receive healing to my body. Amen. Um. Take the Foundations course. It's free. It's 10 weeks on LUTGradio.com. And um, read your Bible every day. Start off with the book of John, chapter 1. Don't miss. And become a sponsor at any amount um, as God leads you to. Amen. He may just tell you, go ahead and share the link. LUTGradio.com. Go ahead and pray for them. Pray the Lord's Prayer on Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through um, 14. All right. So Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. My name is Kathy Brox. I pray that God will, that you'll always uh, keep God's word. Stick with the Lord and ask God every question that comes to mind that you don't understand. 
Amen. Don't be afraid to talk to the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't be afraid to pray. Amen. Don't be afraid to um, stick with God. Thank you. L-U-T-G-R-A-D-O.com.